Honey Hush is a podcast by a Southern businesswoman who knows a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees. Every week, Elizabeth will discuss up-and-coming and established leaders alike how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you're a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush will teach you that the sweeter the honey, the more bees you'll attract. Community is always more fun than competition. Welcome to Honey Hush from the balcony of my resort in Cabo. This is what consistency is having to look like. I had the other episodes recorded before I left, not really knowing what, you know, connection would be like once I got here and then I realized oh my goodness I never recorded today's episode and so this is what consistency looks like I'm committed to doing this for 30 days consistently along with some other things and so you know if the recording sounds a little different it's because I'm in a different environment I'm not in my normal recording area that I do in my closet in case y'all didn't know I do everything in my closet um And so I'm on a balcony, and so if you hear children laughing, it's because there are early risers, and there are people already having a great time. It is gorgeous here. I don't know if you've ever been to this part of Mexico, but it's absolutely amazing. And so we are here for a friend's oldest daughter's wedding. It happens to also be my um, middle daughter's 16th birthday trip. I mentioned this information in earlier episodes, but in case you're just now jumping on, welcome to Honey Hush. I'm coming to you from um, Cabo in Mexico from my balcony, but like I said, this is what consistency looks like, and today we're going to kind of talk about some things associated with consistency, but it has more to do with correcting our course when we get off, because let me just tell you, I haven't been perfect here on the trip. As I've mentioned before, I'm sort of this type of optimist that believes I truly can do all things and that I can plan and I can execute and I'm never going to run out of energy and there's never going to be any potholes. I just kind of go into things thinking that way. And as if just alone getting here, was it (laughs) proof of that, right? I was like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. This ice storm isn't going to stop us from making it. And so I had, again, all the plans for um, keeping consistent with everything that I set out to do on January 1st. But, I mean, then it's also the fact that it's vacation. I'm here with my child. And so one of the things that kind of hit the bricks real quick was my everyday body movement. Um, And like I told you earlier episodes, I mean, I'm not like full out hardcore workout every single day, but some days include stretching. Other days, you know, do have that hardcore workout. Other days are just walking around the neighborhood. But I wanted to, you know, move my body consistently every day for 30 days. Well, that didn't happen. Okay. So number one, among other things, you know, didn't happen. Um, we've done some fun things that did move our bodies, but they weren't what I would consider like straight up exercise. So I thought, you know, you know, just to kind of take the pressure off of everybody as if you needed anybody's permission. But for some of us personality types, sometimes we do need permission. We need to be told that it's okay to not be perfect or it's okay not to do all the things just the way the schedule said to do them. That and and like I'm not somebody that needs permission, but I do like the idea of community that I'm not alone and not doing it all correct. So wherever you fall in that line of personalities of just I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect. Hear me say that. It does not have to be perfect. It's progress, right? Progress over perfection. But we do need to put our eyes on the goal and not let a bad day turn into a bad week that turns into a bad month and a bad year, okay? We can correct our course. We can recognize, hey, you know, we we took a day off or, hey, we didn't quite do the thing we said we're going to do and I'm a little bit off course. 
What do I need to do to get back to the goal that I set out for? And so just complete the sentence with me just real quick. You know, the road to hell is paved with what? Good intentions. That's right. Good intentions. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. And dang it, you know, there's just times that you feel like you are trying you really are. And probably this month is the month that probably everybody is truly trying because it's, it's, a, it's a new page to turn. And honestly, though, I feel like that's kind of always been the case. It doesn't have to be January that good intentions don't necessarily get hit. I mean, it could be, you know, in your marriage. It could be in your parenting, your health, business, relationships at any particular time. So I'm going to give you an example. Take, for instance, July 20th of 1969 man landing on the moon okay that did not happen by accident that that some good laid intentions had to go down and there was a lot of planning and a lot of intentions behind that endeavor they spent a lot of time dreaming and making plans but they got to their destination not because they executed a perfectly plotted course in fact i don't know if you knew this but 85 percent of their journey was not on the right course at all Now, it doesn't mean they were 85% off. It just means that every time they looked up, they weren't always on the right track. They made it to the moon because they included in their plan the fact that good intentions have flaws too, that they're in space. I mean, they're not in control of everything they think they're in control of. They had to use special rocket boosters to put them back on the right course every time they realized they were off. The ones in charge of the course plot included a course correction plan, knowing there would be imperfections in the carefully laid original plan. A plan B for plan A was always a part of their original plan. And at first that kind of hit me sort of negatively, like as if planning is, or as if failing is a part of the plan to eventual success. But it's sort of genius, isn't it? How many success stories do you honestly know that were one-hit wonders? Like one and done. Virtually zero, if even that many. There is always a learning curve associated with anything worth achieving. My husband always reminds our son, or did remind our son when he was playing high school baseball, that baseball, that game, is a game of failure. But you can't hit a ball you don't swing at. Life is the same way. You have ideas, dreams, and plans, and then there's reality. You need to have a course correction plan close by for when things don't go according to the perfect plan. No one bats a thousand. Just because things go off course, that is not indication to give up. You're going to have to anticipate and expect some of that. Don't initiate that course. Like, don't intentionally. I don't think the astronauts were in space like, hey, let's get off course to see if we can get back on course. Don't be your own enabler of poor decisions to take you off course. I just don't think Apollo 11 neglected actions that purposefully put them in jeopardy of missing the intended mark. So neither should we. But just like the rocket boosters were attached to Apollo 11, you have to have in some built-in resolve to have the end game in mind. You don't allow good reasons, valid excuses, or just sheer exhaustion whisper in your ear to give up and throw in the towel. You're going to have some important things you want to accomplish this year. So why in the world would you give up on the 20th of January? Heck, you might be listening to this in June. You still don't have permission to give up either. 
find that rocket booster button inside of your spirit and correct your course. Even if the need for the reroute was self-induced or self-inflicted, it is never too late to remind yourself why you set out on the course to begin with. I have no idea why Neil Armstrong wanted to go to the moon so bad. Space travel is not my thing. But it was so important to him that he committed 114 days to the mission. He was not going to allow the 85% of misdirection to determine his final destination. Every time he noticed a degree off, they corrected it. The 15% of concentrated effort got him and his crew where they wanted to go. So let's evaluate where you are this year. Have your efforts already been off just a little bit of your intended course? Are you a couple degrees off? You started off with good intentions, with clear goals for specific reasons, but maybe you've lost your enthusiasm. Can you locate the rocket booster button to get you back on course? There's no shame in pressing the correction button, okay? In fact, I think it's an honest and brave choice. Recognizing the fact that you're off course, but still desire that final destination takes intentional effort too. It's a process and course correction is part of it. Congratulations, I mean seriously, congratulations on developing and maybe even executing a successful plan B. This is part of the big picture that will ultimately get you where you intended on going. Do not give up now. We are all right along beside you doing this very similar thing and we're all cheering you on.